0: Game Podcast, Episode 4. Stream down low now, baby. Content coming full. You heard. Yo yo, another episode of Founder Talk. Got some more clownery to talk about. Some more clownery to call out. We got a lot of pennywises strolling strolling the streets lately, man. A lot, lot of lot of clowns. And most of it. That's coming from the NBA playoffs. I got, I'm gonna start off with easily, hands down, the biggest clown of them all on this episode, Christophe Perzingis. This man has straight up lost his damn mind and pulled easily one of the most disrespectful stunts that I've seen in a while in sports. After having Luca completely put the rest of the Mavericks and mostly, K, mostly KP on his back after playing absolutely awful, and I mean awful, all series long, shooting 47% from the field, 28% from three, averaging, averaging four rebounds, and playing completely no defense. He had .5 blocks a game. So he didn't even get a block a game. He was standing there like a damn light post. Almost all 33 minutes he was playing. Just a big doofus throwing a 7-foot frame around saying, Hey, I'm here. I'm here to watch you play, Luca. You're playing very good. Just let me stand here. I'm getting paid millions of dollars to be a shiny light post. Unbelievable. So the stunt he pulls, he goes into the Dallas front office the the day after losing and has this crazy headline come out saying he doesn't feel important in Dallas. That they don't show him respect, show his quotation, his game, respect, game, if he had any. And then he has the audacity to name drop Luca and say he doesn't think that there's any chemistry between Luca. There shouldn't be. You suck. You're getting paid more than everyone on that team to do nothing. You're getting outplayed by Boban. By Boban. Hey, I love Boban, man. He's a Philly guy, you know. I always and he's a hell of a guy. Humble as could be. I love Boban, but when you're getting paid what KP's getting paid, no, when in your contract should it ever say, get outplayed by Boban in the playoffs, get some minutes taken away by Boban. That's just, that's shameful. It's shameful. That's embarrassing. Everything, his whole performance this series was embarrassing. It was hard to watch. And then he has the audacity to say that. The dude is literally getting paid more than Giannis, Bradley Beal, Drew Holiday, Jamal Murray, and Jalen Brown. To to absolutely suck. But away from the point. How are you going to say any of this shit after what you did on that court? How are you going to point any fingers except for pointing at yourself? I mean, come on, dude. You a damn fool. You a clown. Come on, man. Get your shit together. I would have fired him on the spot. I would have literally fired him on the spot. If he wasn't so damn expensive, I would have had his ass on a plane, an Allegiant plane, Cause that's all he's worth, and I'd send his ass to China. Cause that's the only place he'd be, he can play. The dude is trash. He's a hefty bag. They have got to do whatever they can to trade him. But here's the thing: no one wants his ass. Who would want him? Who would want this man? I mean, he is trash. He's terrible. No one wants him. Come on, man! You a damn fool. Get it together. Luca deserves better. Luca deserves better. That's that's the the statement from the first clown. Is Luca don't you deserves better than this clown, Kristaps przingas Man, go home and go punch another dude at the bar, goofy ass. Second one from the playoffs. A guy who really is start i start i'm really shaking my head over why we even are putting a spotlight on Paul George. I'm PG13. Playoff P? Playoff P? I don't even know where this came from. The man's never been good in the playoffs. He's never shot more than 40% from the field goal percentage. He's never shot more than 35 from 3 in a series. He he never plays good in big moments. Funny off, P Man, where is it? a pandemic P sounds more like it. But he had to act, I mean that's a hyperbole t- t- towards something that was actually good. This man hasn't been good since his ankle injury. I mean, he was terrible. He has been terrible. He's they're still alive, thank God to Kwai. And for Persengus for being trash. But he was terrible. In that series. Absolutely terrible. He was shooting 41%. 31% from three. Averaging his PG-13 four turnovers. A game. Somehow being outplayed. By a very lackluster. Clippers bench. Clippers team. Luke Kennard. Outplaying him. Reggie Jackson. Was the Lord and Savior. During game seven. When PG was, you know, like 6 for 20 from the field. Our Lord and Savior. He's getting outplayed by a lackluster team when it comes to depth-wise. Clippers are not good. They're really not. It's just Kawhi Leonard is it's too damn good. Too damn good. But unless Kawhi averages 40 points a game... In this second series with the Jazz, after watching Game One, after watching Paul George go for four, four for seventeen, he's going to have to average forty points. In s- s- spite of Donovan Mitchell, is going to just have to stop scoring. He's going to have to hit a brick wall, or something's going to happen. Because right now, I look at this this Clippers team. I look at Paul George. It, it, it's not a good team. Besides Qui, Ka- besides the Claw, it really is not a good team. The Utah Jazz did not have Mike Conley in that game one dub over the Clippers. They did not have Mike Conley. Kawhi Leonard, once again, played out of this world. Out of this world. But if you compare his team to the team he had in Toronto, that Toronto team is five times better. So if you know Kawhi only goes 25 for 10... And she was, you know, 50%, which he rarely does in the playoffs or in general. He had enough talent around him where Toronto was still superior. They were still able to win a championship probably. Well, not without Kawhi. But they gave him enough help is what I'm saying. The team was deeper. The team was better than what this Clippers team is. And Paul George is nothing but an anchor to Kawhi and that Clippers team. Yeah, I mean, that's a fact. That is no cap. Paul George is an anchor for the Clippers. He has been that bad. He hasn't really done much good. His defense is lackluster as all hell. And he can't shoot. So, unless, you know, Kawhi just keeps playing out like he's from damn Mars... They might lose in five. They might get swept. They really might get swept. But playoff P. I mean, I don't want to ever hear that shit again. The both both Porzingis and Paul George should only be hyperbolized or self proclaimed as pandemic P or just straight up trash. That's how it is. That's how it is. And I'm gonna to get to my third one, my last little NBA guy. He's a veteran. Chicago boy. Long and hard. Taj Gibson. Taj Gibson is a damn clown. He is a damn clown. This man, you know, the fifth or sixth option on a New York team, a veteran who's only getting minutes. Because of his, ta- you know, a playoff experience. Not because of his talent, necessarily. Just because the Knicks aren't that deep. Is on the floor. Getting just tossed around by the Atlanta Hawks. By Collins. By Capella, you know, that whole front. is whooping them up. Tries to beef Trey. Tries to talk shit to Trey. Probably had two points at the time. Taj Gibson did. Maybe none. He probably just had, like, two rebounds. That's all he really does. It was beefing Trey Young after Trey Young was just on, you know, scorching hot. Scoring like 25 points, probably it was in that first half, or whenever it was that Taj Gibson decided to beef up Trey Young. Breaking action, Trae, Taj Gibson goes after Trey talking, just chirping, just running his mouth. Pumping up his chest like he's gonna do something to Trey. Man. Do I need to explain what Trey did after? I probably don't. You've already heard. I mean, Taj Gibson's on his couch rewatching it, wondering also with me right now. Why the hell did I just talk shit to Trey Young, me of all people? I'm surprised, Der- I'm surprised. Derrick Rose didn't give him that that gift, that meme of him. His face just stuck, just stuck in Like, what the hell are you doing? You a damn fool, Taj Gibson. How you feel? I know you saw Trey Young's bow after that you know, monumental three from Who the Hell Knows Way Out. I know you saw that bow. I know you're watching them play. Get better. Don't talk smack. Come on, man. Shaking my damn head. Fourth. A man... Paulo Costa is back on the clown list. Why am I not surprised? He's back on my clown list. The king of clownery himself, Paulo Costa. Man, this dude's a damn fool. He's opted out of another fight. He says it's because he wants Jake Paul money, basically. I mean, that's my my way of changing his words. Because I don't give him the time of day like for some reason everyone else is. But he wants Jake Paul money. He's wondering why he's not making as much money as Mayweather. (laughs) I mean, this dude is a complete fool. I've never seen anything like Paulo Costa, man. And Dana White finally showed some damn frustration on that ESPN interview. But Dana, why is he still with the promotion? Why are you still giving him the time of the day after that horrific loss? At this point, it's very very known that Paulo Costa is dead and retired he's been buried there's no other word perfectly to miss or to replace buried that's the f- perfect example of Paulo Costa this man is buried he got tea bagged on live tv after during losing his while losing his undefeated streak, like skin on, you know, y'all see me. I don't need to describe it. I ain't gonna describe it. The man got teabagged on live TV after losing. Most of us, we remember that absolute catastrophe to an ego when you got killed, put on the kill cam. And teabagged bagged in Modern Warfare Two. I mean, one of the most vulgar, incredible shit talks, shitty shit talk celebrations of all time, of anything, sports, video, you know, anything, any competition. But to do to have that happen, you on live TV, in front of millions of people, after you felt so grand and and noble. He's dead. His ego is dead. His spirit is dead. Israel Adesanya took Paulo Costa's spirit that night and replaced it with that of Pennywise, that of a clown. Paulo Costa, man, you just need to, you need to go, you know, move to Alaska or something or just go somewhere no, no one is and just live a life. You know, do oil or, I don't know. Ooh, drink wine and sell wine. There you go. That's a good one. That's perfect for you. But this, what you're doing now, and and even probably being a fighter, yeah, that's that's gone, brother. It's gone. Just put down the bottle. Put down. Log out of Twitter. Delete the account. Deactivate it. We don't want it no more. And just just go, go somewhere with all that, with all that clownery, man. You about lost your damn mind, dude. But I can't blame you. Like I said, it, that would be, that would just kill an ego. Kill any confidence, any, any charisma in someone. The, the man got teabagged on live TV. I mean, it's just brutal. But stop talking, man, because you're just going to keep finding yourself on this clown list. And I'm getting tired of putting you on it To be frank Even though it is kind of funny It's just sad now It's getting sad And now I'm going to finish it off with My fifth one And this is what happens When you lock animals up in a cage For too long The fans are back baby They're back And they're back strong And louder than ever but it's not just their mouths that's loud. It's their behaviors. You can't lock animals up in a cage, man. They start they start getting tricky, you know. They start getting that stinky leg and getting all wild, man. Can't lock them up. And we're seeing that full force with the most wild and nastiest animal of all, and that's humans. These dudes cannot cannot keep themselves composed. I mean, I love, trust me, I love the, a bit of wildness, you know, a bit of fun when you're at these games, especially playoffs and especially after not having live events and having fans in the crowd every game. I love it. That's needed. You know, i watching that Jazz game last night and most of the other playoff games, just, the craziness is, 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 is awesome. It's what we need. But y'all, y'all trashed by the third inning. You're trashed by the end of the first quarter. Your fights aren't even good to watch on, you know. On, on world star, or it's on that bullshit, you know. TT, I ain't gonna say the name, but tick something. It, it's 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 terrible. All I see is ass cracks. All I see is big old people just don't throwing, like, throwing in the air. We don't need it, man. There's kids around. There's women around. For Pete's sake pace yourselves have fun actually enjoying the event enjoying sports you're just there to cost you're just there to be a dumbass a wanker that's what y'all are and why are y'all throwing shit at the players like twitter almost got a Madison in the palace moment and it was well deserved on a few occasions man these fans are losing their shit now, don't, don't now I won't come out and say that Russell Westbrook isn't a little baby boy whenever he loses. But still, man, you can throw a popcorn on a umbrella. On come on. Shit's disrespectful. And throwing a water bottle, disrespectful. Because you, you ain't going to step up when they step up. That's for sure. You throw that shit on Marcus Smart... Markeith Morris, Marcus Morris. You throw that shit on the wrong person. And you're going to really be regretting it. Get your shit together, man. Y'all some clowns. Y'all some clowns. We need the atmosphere. We need the noise. The adrenaline. The charisma. We need all that. But stop going to these games getting drunk hammered by the third. You know, by the. First half of a game and starting fights, throwing shit at players, being erratic ass wipes. Cut it out, man. Let's enjoy sports the way it should be. But at the same time, this is what this is, there's an animation of how life works. And when you keep animals locked up, they come out losing their shits. And we're seeing that full force. But we got players to protect. You know, we got respect for games to protect. And like, yeah, I just don't want to see your ass cracks, man. If you're gonna, if you're gonna, have, you know, this, be such a dumbass, look like a damn fool, to start a fight at a game, you best bring the content, man. You better make it look good. Stop you, Stop acting hard. It ain't the life for you. Enjoy the event. Enjoy the game. Those are my words. Fans, stop being clowns. But it's playoff time, baby. It's, a, it's the best time of the year. Episode 4 is live now. Make sure to give it a listen. talk dropped just a few days before that. Two long beautiful episodes ready for your ears. Give them a listen, stream, download. You know how to go. We're going to be back 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 again just in a few days. UFC 263, man. It's going to be dope. We're going to get on some two title fights, the return of Diaz. Ashton was it was just straight up making crazy ass takes. The man says Nate Diaz is going to get knocked out for the first Ugh. We're gonna talk about that. That's for sure. Octo Talk Two coming Saturday. Thanks for listening. We uh